Welcome to another edition of TM3 Impact. Today, I have Rick Garza, the owner of Bright and Early Productions. I'm pretty sure it's San Antonio's top residential photographer is right here in the building with me. Rick, welcome to TM3 Impact. Excited to be here, brother. Thank you for having me. It's a shame that it's taken this long to get you on my show. You know that, right? It's a shame. I, I was I was working on myself, man. Yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah, for 10 years. Yeah, we, we, we were both doing it. How long have we known each other? Uh, well, it'd have to be right after I started the magazine. Like 2011, 12 time frame, somewhere around there. Because, yeah. you know, San Antonio is 12 years old now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nutty. So, Rick, let's jump right in. I need to know, Cliff Note, PG, your San Antonio story of just coming up, living in San Antonio, and just kind of give me the Cliff Note version. Okay. Uh, Cliff Note, let's see. So, born and raised in San Antonio, downtown. Uh, there was like right around the Alamo Dome, there was this project called the uh, Victoria Courts. Yep. So, I was born there uh, till I was 11. And then from that bar barrio, went from that barrio to another barrio and just kind of like, you know, uh, graduated from one of those uh, charter schools downtown mm -hmm. and uh, went from the. Uh, went to Fox Tech first, didn't finish at Fox Tech, but uh, tried the college thing, was like, nah. Uh, I just uh, ended up working, you know, all these jobs until I found what I do now. Yeah. And uh, my family and I have been uh, running this business for, uh, I think, 14 years, 13 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. yeah, well, I started in tw uh, 2008, but then in 2009, that's when I was like, oh, maybe I should be a photographer professionally, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, about 13, 14 years. That's killer. Okay, so let's go back. I'm curious, Rick, growing up, yeah. you know, you, you're 15, 16 years old. Was there any idea that you would ever be a quote-unquote entrepreneur, business owner? Oh, absolutely not, bro. No? No, no, I was a... I was destined to be like a, a bus boy, a server, a waiter, a construction worker, something that, you know, that was common in, in my, my path. Um, you know, I, I wasn't really, a, I definitely wasn't a photographer and most definitely wasn't a business owner. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't in my line of sight. It just kind of grew. It, it basically developed out of necessity. Okay. Right? So like the first thing is I was broke, right? Okay. And I had to figure out how to pay my bills. And, uh, but then you go in phases, right? And so in phase one, I was just trying to pay the rent. Phase two, I was like, oh crap, I got to manage customers, manage sales. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's employees that you got to lead. And, you know, so m developing into a business owner, owner was not in my... You didn't, you didn't see that playing out the way it played out? No, nah, no, nah, absolutely So not. was there anybody, because I know you as a business owner, I've known you from the beginning, you know, when we first started, you know, uh, uh, you know, full, you know, disclosure, you know, Rick and I were, uh, I was a coach for Rick for yep. a period of time in that beginning phases, right? And, and, and was there anybody prior to that you would look at and go, oh man, there's a good business owner. Oh man, I want to mimic that. Oh man. Before you ever got into photography. Jay-Z. Okay. Like rappers, you know, okay. this is like, uh, it, it, you know, I, I, I grew up on hip hop. So anybody that made it from something, I mean, from nothing to something was my, my role model. Right. Yeah. Uh, and since it, you know, since we're on the subject, when I met you, it was funny because you were the first, uh, husband that, uh, that worked with his wife, ran a business with his wife, and was a, a business owner. And I was like, "How do you do that?" Mm. And uh, and then you know, I, I I don't remember how long I had been with Claudia at the time, but we were we had just gotten maybe past our well, we've been together for eight uh, eighteen years. Okay, so we probably were like our fifth year when we met. Okay, and so that's when the business started picking up. And uh, I was just like, well, I, I don't know how to run this business with my wife. We're about to kill each other or divorce or something. It's yeah. getting crazy. Yeah. And I saw you and Christina do it so gracefully. And you guys uh, were the first couple that I saw actually working on it with mm -hmm. a business. And so to answer your question, uh, it, you know, I always wanted to aspire to be better. And I had the idea of a of a man as a entrepreneur, like a hustler, mm -hmm. right? So the the version of a, a business owner wasn't really like in my line of sight. It was like a hustler. Mm. So, but there's a huge difference. Mm -hmm. I, I know that now, right? 
Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I saw, I started looking at married men and, and I said, how do, how do I, how do I keep my marriage going and my business? And then, you know, 14 years later we had Emma. Yeah. So now I was like, well, how do I keep a business, a marriage and be a good dad? Yeah. And so to me right now, those are the high priority things. It's like, how do I figure out how to run all that together? So it's like phases. It's like phase one through, it's a marathon. It's no, never... Sure. Right. For it's sure. like it never stops. You got to keep on growing and uh, just kind of self evaluate and say, hey, wh- where do I need refining? You know? Yeah. So well, what's interesting about you, Rick, is that I learned this as we were, were, were working together is that you you've been consistently working on yourself for a while. It's not like you just came out of the blue because you started telling me about these classes you started going to yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Talk talk a little bit about that. I mean, was this was this prior to getting married or was this uh, while you were you and Claudia were dating? Uh, funny thing is I've always been in sales, right? So okay. like, even when I was a young buck, I was selling something. And uh, so I, I got into direct sales, uh, MLM, right? And for me, that actually was like very inspiring because- What were you selling? I got to know. What 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 what, what, uh, what wasn't I what, selling? What did you sell? No, direct ma- like uh, the, like direct marketing. Yeah. What were you doing? No, I mean, I did cell it. Cell phones? Uh, it, was, it was Juice Plus. It was uh, prepaid legal. It was, I mean- no, Oh, I'm, you did prepaid legal? I'm dropping all of them. Yeah, like <laughs> it was a Mara plan. It, I like, I went to every Thursday night meeting. Every Thursday night meeting. I love it. And did uh, you ever do a Meriprise? Did you do that one? Was that you remember one? that one? It was a financial one. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, dude, I probably did though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I did so many, but uh, yeah. I went to every Thursday night meeting. And what happened is, you know, to 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 sit in a room full of you know people with dreams and visions, and and most of them had no background of you know college education and stuff they just were trying to figure it out and then somehow they did you know numbers add up you know yeah and one of the the specifically i remember there was this one um there was this one thursday night where he said um he said something that kind of you know just stayed with me for to this day he said i uh you know most people want to make a hundred percent off of their own efforts he goes i'd rather make one percent off of a hundred people than a hundred percent off of my own effort. Mm. And so, you know, as a, the reason why it stuck with me is because, you know, as a, especially as a photographer, right? Mm. Any business, any profession, hairstylist, barber, whatever, right? Um, when you're the man, right? You, you get, you, your demand is higher. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you always got to work, Yep. you know, and there is no time off. And as you get better and you try to perfect it and try to perfect it and try to perfect it, you just keep on getting booked and booked and booked and booked. And then I realized that there is no leverage that there is no No. leverage. You know, you are the guy forever Mm -hmm. that has to show up and physically your body will give out on you at some point, you know. So that whole, yeah, I I would rather make 1% off 100 people. That just kind of like. It stuck with you. It stuck with me. How do you do that? Yeah. So I was like, how do I just make? And then, you know. One uh, percent doesn't sound attractive, you know, yeah. but if you have a thousand appointments, you know, uh, it, it, that adds up. It does, yeah. So, so you took that, and yeah. then that led to um, some growth classes. What was it? Tell me about yeah, the well, classes that you started taking. Yeah, so, so that you know, those those in and of itself was like a, a, sem- a mini seminar. It was an no, hour sure. seminar, right? Yep. And then you got church, which is another seminar, and yeah. so I just, I just, I was attracted to the the. I was attracted to people that said, Hey, I'm not perfect. I want to get better. Right. And so from that, it led me to a a Zig Ziglar uh, seminar. And when did you, was Zig Ziglar there? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Holy cow. I didn't know that. You got to see him in person. Yeah. He was at the Alamo Dome. Do you know how that's a big flipping deal? That's huge. Yeah. Because, because there's something that came from that seminar. And he said, if you can help uh, somebody, you can help it. You can get whatever you want to get as long as you help enough people get what they want to get. Yep, that's it. And so, I mean, that you're talking like 19 years old, you know, or you were 19 when you yeah. saw Zig Ziglar. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. Wow. And uh, so you you take that, and then you take you know, and then you see these people that you know come from nothing to something, and then you say, well, how did you do it? And and, and you know, the idea is to make sure that you you humble yourself to 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 kill your ego every single day and say you you know. You, there's room for improvement. Pimp. I love it. It's, it's not just, uh, 
you know, you're not God's gift to earth and, and you don't have no improvement. You, you, you are God's gift to earth, but you do gotta, you gotta improve on, you know, your craft or yourself. And, um, you know, I, I, I love going to CBC and, uh, pastor Ed just slaps the chin checks me every Sunday, bro. Yep, every, every Sunday, Sunday yep. you know, and, uh, he gets me on Saturday. We go Saturday nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get we get the ultra chin check because he's he's working out his material on Saturday uh-huh. night. You know, uh-huh. it goes about thirty minutes longer. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's putting a little bit of extra in there. Mm-hmm. But I know what you mean. Yes, he's working on chin checking everybody. Yeah. yeah. So it, you know, and then John Maxwell. Yeah. Right. So you know, John, Ma- you you introduced me to John Maxwell, and specifically the book that we did the mas- the mastermind yep. on, like seven times. I don't know how many times we did it, but. Um, no, it was like four times. I think you did it. We've done it more. Yeah. I've done it more. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I, but I, but uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You and so, I probably done four. So yeah. um, that book is. You remember the name of the 15 book? Fifteen Laws of Growth. The Fifteen Laws of Growth. Uh, inevitable. Right. Fifteen Inevitable Laws of gro- yep. Growth. And uh, and the fact that he was a pastor and he was married and or he is married and and he's just a follower of Christ and he runs successful businesses and so I yeah. said, and I I found like a common denominator between all of them that I I, I just said, man, there's got to be something. Yeah. And I said, all of them, all of these men that I, I aspire to be like, yeah. right, they all follow Christ. Yeah. You know, they all love Jesus. And I was like, and I don't, I, at the time, I don't know Jesus. I just know about him. Mm-hmm. I, I just know that, you know, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm curious. My uncle got saved a few years ago, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm like, maybe I should start, you know, building a relationship. Yeah. And so for me... Uh, I've been on that journey, just trying to have a relationship with with Christ, run a business, stay married, uh, for the last you know eighteen years. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So you you go to you go to Zig Ziglar, but then yeah. there was another class after Zig Ziglar. Uh, Clemmers. Yeah. Clemmer. Okay. Yeah. You got to talk about Clemmers because you and I have had uh, conversations because they're still going. Clemmers is still r- going, correct? Rule number one. Yeah. About Clemmers, you don't talk about Clemmers. Oh, no. is that right? <laughs> no. no <I> just- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a uh, it there's it there's something about uh experiencing it for yourself. Right. Everyone who's gone to Clemmers will actually know exactly what I'm talking about because it's an experiential uh seminar. So mm-hmm. you can it's like um uh, it's like hearing about Tony Robbins walk walk of okay, on, on yeah. the fire rocks. UIW. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unleash like, the power. Yeah, so it's like hearing about it and then doing it is different, right? No, for sure. So like if I start talking about it, you're gonna be like, "Oh, rock on, walk on rock on fire." Uh, what do you call it? charcoal? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, want yeah, me to yeah. walk on charcoal? Well, yeah. I think this piece. But, but, I think, yeah. yeah, I think the piece that I think is important that you talk about is you were starting to get these seeds of personal development. Hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, so at what age? When did you start doing the MLM and Se- the multi level marketing? Seventeen, eighteen. And, so, and here's can I can please I drop a little personal thing? I couldn't get a job. At the time, like this is, this is, uh, this will probably help somebody. So I couldn't get a job uh, because at the time I had some stuff on my background yeah. that would prevent employers from giving me a job. Right. And so I was like, dude, I need to make money. Claudia was the only one working. Yeah. Uh, it was it was bad at the time, dude. It was it was tough. We used yeah. to. I mean, it was tough. I couldn't get a job. Only Nobody was willing to take a chance and hire you, except the MLM people. Yeah. You know, except the sales, you know, direct sales. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the only companies that were like, dude, you, it it don't even matter. Like, look at this dude, look at this dude, look at this dude. So just being accepted and, and shown an opportunity and it's all about math, you know, and I love math, you know? So it's like, um, just being welcomed, invited, Mm -hmm. and then having a mentor and having somebody say, look, just do what he did. And all he does is this, and he follows this system. And, and so, but I, it ended up, I went to Clemmers was the one that actually like cracked my brain open, uh, because of the experiential, um, Mm. uh, exercises. Okay. And so you're talking everything about, you're talking from, uh, limiting beliefs, and and see, so once you go through one of those exercises, it's hard to come and make excuses out here mm. because you just did some crazy stuff in there. Like I'm talking about, like uh, crazy stuff, yeah. like not you know profound or yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 bad. Just carrying people and you know climbing up walls and yeah. just stuff that you would never see possible for yourself and mm-hmm. then you come over here and you're talking about well i was gonna but it was hot or i didn't have gas money or whatever it's like hard to make excuses after you know what you just 
did over there. And, and the, the thing that helps you be successful in those exercises is your mindset. Mm. Right. So it's like, you know, um, you had to get creative in some cases where you couldn't even talk, but you had to figure it out with 40 people. Okay. Like imagine, imagine this, Yeah. you know, there's a mission and you got to get 40 people together. Okay. But none of you can talk. Like, how you, you can't write a letter, you can't text, you, you just have to go, you can't really do gestures that, you can't do the, like, I'm going to spell it out for you. You just have to, can't use your mouth. But yet there's a very difficult task that you have to figure it out with 40 people. How, how do you, like, how do you do that? You know? Mm. So you have to, you, you know, at the time, um, you know, you're in a room for, for, with other people that are also trying to get to, you know, work on themselves. And uh, so they can't make excuses either. Nobody wants to make excuses. You know, everybody's like, dude, we got to figure this out. And, and then you see people, you know, just with poor attitudes and you're like, dude, you're messing it up for all of us. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, just get out of the way. And then it's like, well, we can't push them out of the way because the rule is you have to use everybody. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So now come to the workforce, right? And then try to make an excuse. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's hard. So, so how many climbers classes did you do? Oh, dude, Claudia was upset. She was like, you need to stop going. Oh, really? Well, no, I say that because it was just like, I'm, you, I'm you a kept, junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, a junkie. Yeah. Like, you sign, yeah. sign me up. And and uh, and uh, it was it was awesome. It, what was really cool is she actually went to one of the longer ones with us. And she some of the principles and mindsets that we took from that still, 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 still resonate. Yeah, they still resonate. Like, there was a scene in my brain that I'll never forget, but Claudia actually climbed up one of those. Uh, I don't, it's a telephone thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember pole. this yeah, picture. She's way up there, bro. And she literally has to jump off of that and then catch a bar. And the vision that I have in my head is my wife just fully extended, just like trying her best, bro. And it's the, like, she was trying to get it. Now, she didn't get it. Yeah. But she was fully extended. Imagine her whole body just jumping off of a pole. Wow. Like, just like, and she's, I'm probably exaggerating, but she's like 15, 20 feet in the air. Wow. I mean, I, that's no exaggeration. She's 15, yeah. 20, off of the little oh, yeah. pole. Yeah. And she's like fully extended. Like, her hands are way over here, feet. And we have a picture somewhere, but it's in my head. And uh, I see that. And I'm like, man, that was awesome. And, you know, I, it, like, I took that from that. Did you, know? you do this too? Oh, I fell on the first, you know, I couldn't even stand up straight. I was so terrified, bro. I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, oh my gosh. Um, but that just shows you how, how much of a, a better person she is. Yeah, she, <laughs> she just went for it. She's just like, let's, she, she was more like, I just don't want to be seen in front of you people. I'm not, you know, yeah. she was like, let's get this over with. I, I think it's interesting though that, that, that people that, put themselves in situations and experiences mm. like that, right? Yeah. Of growth. Yeah. Right? Where you're where you're seeking growth. Mm. I think that there it does something to our mindset like you're talking about. It changes us. You know, I remember the first time I went to John Maxwell, mm -hmm. uh, we had to do a five minute speech mm. in front of our table. And yeah. now you're at John Maxwell. Everybody's like a Type A for the most part. Yeah. And I wouldn't. I mean, maybe I'm not a Type A, but everybody is very personal growth oriented. They're all speakers. They're all book writers. They're all. Everybody is very serious and on point. They're buttoned up for sure. They're buttoned, and they're all ready. And and everybody at that table had achieved some level of success at at, at whatever they were doing. Yeah. And here I am at the stand up in front of ten p or nine people, yeah. and I've got to share my story that I've created. Mm. And I just remember it was probably one of the nervous uh, uh, times I've ever had speaking in front of. And again, it's only nine people, Rick. Yeah. And I've spoken in front of a lot more than nine people. Yeah. yeah. But I remember that got me out of my shell, that mm. the, even just that, yeah. because I was speaking to people that were wanting to do what I wanted to do, which is speak at a high level, mm. it was powerful. Yeah. And it was, I, and every year that I would win, mm. every day that I go to John Max, so you had to do the same thing. You had to jump up and right. speak in front of all of those people. Mm. And, uh, and, and it changes you. It changes yeah. your mindset. You know, yeah. it helps with growth. So now fast forward, I, I, I need you to tell the story about how you got your 
business started because I know the story. Yeah. But I, but I need for people that are listening to this that know you, right? Mm-hmm. They know you. They they work with you for years. I need them to know the story of how it even came to be that you got the camera to start the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so at the time I was a bouncer and I worked at a furniture warehouse. And uh, my uh, I think one of my birthday presents or something was like a point and shoot. And uh, and I was uh, very fascinated with this little point and shoot and I would always like, you know, take pictures of a cup and a flower, and uh, it was terrible. And I'd be like, "What's wrong with my picture?" <laughs> uh, and then I, I got fatuated, infatuated with this, uh, like the the complexity of it. It wasn't just automatically a good picture, you know. And even though I thought it was a good picture, like nobody else could understand what they were looking at. So when somebody says, when you show them a picture, and they're like, "Well, what am I looking at?" Yeah. That's a that's just a terrible photo, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just kept getting distracted and distracted and distracted with this little device. Okay. And the reason why I say I I, I literally think photography saved my life because uh, it distracted me from so many other vices and so many other uh, people that you know otherwise were you know bad influences. And uh, so I I just kept getting infatuated with this little camera. My mother in law saw that, and she her and my wife knew that I was like f- you know falling in love with this little hobby. And uh, they financed um, they financed a Sony camera for me, and it was like a prosumer, so it wasn't really professional, but it was it was it wasn't really a, it was beyond a point and shoot at the time, and it was like it was like a seven hundred dollar kit. It, it was like big money, you know. Yeah. Uh, especially you know for us, and uh, so it was like I, I I felt like compelled that they saw that I was like. Uh, interested in this enough. What year to, was this? Like, what, how, well, how long ago uh, was this? 08. 08, okay. Yeah, 08 or 07 or something. Okay. And then I, I just made the audacious uh, statement. I was like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take care of the family with this camera. And uh, Okay, so hold on. We got to yeah. stop there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait a minute. I, you know, I just, I talk a I, lot, dude. I say no, some Rick, dumb but stuff. Seriously, but seriously, you, I, think, I would imagine here you are, they come out with the camera. Yeah. And you get it. And you're an emotional guy, right? Like, yeah. we've been around each other. Yeah. We're emotional guys, right? You see this camera, and you immediately are compelled to say what? I'm going to take care of the family with this camera. Where did that come from? I, I was, I don't know. I was stupid. Demons. No, it wasn't. That was, I mean, I don't think it was stupid at all. Where did, no, no, like, no, what I, was, I, can it, you go back I to that ex- feeling? Do no. you remember that feeling? Yeah, I was fired up. I was like, ooh, you know, man, I can make $50 an hour with, you know, with this camera. <laughs> or fifty dollars a shoot, you know. I was like, bro, and if you do like five of them, oh, bro, that's two hundred fifty bucks. It's way more than I make, you know. So um, oh again, I was, I was, I had that hustler mentality, right, you know? right. And so uh, uh, that's this, that's the that's the reason why I was saying it. it's so silly. But no, no, know. but 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 it wasn't. No, it wasn't because it was full you, circle. Like you know, it actually came to fruition, and it no, no, actually for sure. And, and you yeah. spoke that into existence, for sure. right? Yeah, and and it was manifested. I it think was. in a big way. Yeah. Because of the work that you had done before, because you would have you been had you been doing the, some of this uh, um, personal growth before that. Yeah. You had seen Zig Ziglar. Yeah, yeah. Right. You would see. Have you been the Clemmers? Had you yeah. already been to Clemmers? Yeah, yeah. And in Clemmers, they kind of push you to kind of see the vision of where you want your life to go. Yeah. So that's that's why I I fully believe that that you know God has been talking to me for like 20, 30, 40 years. I don't know. He's been talking to me, and I just ain't been listening. Yeah. Right. Because when I take all of my past jobs, and I say that you know without any exaggeration, T- tell people the number because I know you've 40, counted over forty. Over jobs. forty. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, you're talking. From Bill Miller's to Shining Shoes to the library to furniture companies to painting, roofing, welding, you know, I mean, it, it goes cell on. phones, cell phones. Don't forget the cell phones. Gym, yeah, the gym. <laughs> uh, that was that was another uh, key moment when I used to sell cars and sell gym memberships. I used yeah. to I, the whole selling thing just became um, a motivator, yeah. right? Like I was like because. When you're selling gym memberships, I mean, you are commission based, but you're also like very interested in helping people. It's it's yeah. totally different than just like selling them something that they're you, you know you, for sure. It's not a product. It's a it's a change of life, right? It's a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. And then the, with the car, you know, depending on what kind of salesman you are, you actually maybe position them in a car that actually helps their family. And yeah. So the better you, the better of a car salesman you are, the the more 
passionate you are are about putting them in the right vehicle, making sure they're not upside down, you know, because financially that puts a big burden on them and saying, hey, look, option one is not the best. I wouldn't do that if I was you. Yeah. Option two, I don't care about my commission. Let's go with option two or three or whatever. So, but anyway, so. Anyway, 40 jobs, and then you put a camera in my hand, right? And oh, so you, you, up until that point, it had already been about 40? No, no, no. It was no? probably like 30. 30, okay. Got it, got <laughs> it. It's embarrassing, but... Right. but uh, it's not embarrassing at all. No, but, you know, it's it's it. I, I guess, you know, the, the thing of it is, is like when I was... Here's here's how it helps me today, right? Yeah. So, like, the reason why I say it is like, you know, if you just try to hear, uh, you know, what, what he's telling you, you'll, you'll get it. Because, like, when I was a busser... Uh, Bill Miller's, they would say tables, and then you would go outside and you would just like, and then you would be all sweaty and you could smell like flour and grease, and then you come home and it's just like your shoes are wet. It's terrible, right? Uh, so the, the reason why I say that is because it's like, uh, you know, getting a little dirty today is like, eh, it's no big deal as long as I'm not, I mean, I, I bust tables, you know. When you complain about being in the hot sun, it's like, well, I remember what it was like when I was a roofer, and they had nothing like when you're a roofer. Right. You want to complain about 105 degrees, talk to a roofer and just say hey it's hot right he's gonna look at you and throw something at you because yeah. it's hotter up he'd there he'd rather be down there yeah he'd rather be, <laughs> he'd rather be in and out of an office every now yep. and then you know yep. so you know so those experiences kind of led me to this and again you go back to Zig Ziglar saying you know if you help enough people get what they want right so if you look at the business that we're in right and you say okay well what is the reason what is it that you want yeah right yeah and for you, it's it's one thing. For them, it's another thing, right? So for the seller, it's like, I want to sell this house. In yeah. fact, I don't even want to sell this house. I need to sell this house. Yeah. Right? And if you put your needs and wants aside for just a moment and you say, okay, well, how do we do that? Like, what does it take to do that, right? Mm-hmm. You help them get what you want, right? And you do that enough. You, you, bu- you build the one of the top photography businesses in San Antonio. One of them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Okay, so you get the camera. Yeah. Is this when you start taking the club photos? Yeah, club photos and, you know, weddings and parties and baby showers and You dog, shot everything. Everything, yeah, except porn. I did not shoot porn. Oh, that's good. It is good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Claudia wouldn't accepted that T. No. She would have been like, ah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. No, but no, I, I shot everything. Baby showers, births, yeah. barbershops, you know. Club, uh, car clubs. I got some homies that have a, an amazing car club where they had amazing. I don't know if they still do it, but they gave me the opportunity to take pictures of everything. Yeah. And I was on fire, dude. I had those big baggy jeans and oh, the big baggy yeah. shirts. And I was like, hey, bro, let me take a photo. And then I, I and then I just made I just 50 bucks, 75 bucks, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then I started getting good. But when did you, when did you start upgrading your, your, your camera equipment? Uh, you know, when you, when, when I got into short films, I started like the, where I like video stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cause I got into, uh, short films, um, music videos. And then that's when you realize like, damn, uh, there's a limitation. Yeah. Uh, I just like this setup, right? This yeah. it wasn't always like this, but no. now you had the lights and now you have the different tech, the, the gear and stuff. Oh, and yeah. now you have the switchboard and all that stuff because you realize the limitations that the other ones have. And so, you know, we've paid off the first camera. Then she said, hey, like now you can you can buy whatever you want because I can see, you know, you're you're really into this thing. Yeah. And um, and so then I had to start buying a lot of video gear. And when Mm. I was into video, you need lights, you need audio, you need sliders, you need jibs, you know, all that other stuff. And and so I was very I was, you know, uh, uh, Fat Joe said one one time he said on one of his podcasts, he was like, uh, like a lot of dudes aren't okay with being number two. And what he was referring to is like, everybody wants to be number one. Yeah. And so one of the things that I'm grateful for, for some reason, I'm okay with being number two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, even just right now, when you said you have the best photography in the, I said one of them. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was like, I'm okay with just being yeah. like top five. Yeah. I'm good with being top five. Cause I mean, I could be top 30, but I'm, you know, happy yeah. with top five. Right. Right. But, uh, I'm okay with being number two because I can actually learn from number one. Yeah. Right. If I'm if I'm number one, then I ain't got nothing to learn. Yeah. But if I'm number two, three, four, five, then I always got something to strive to. Right. You know? I, I I say, oh, I like the way they do their systems. Right. I like their logos. I like their their branding. I like the way they do that. Let me figure out how to you know up my game a little bit. Yeah. You know. But if you're number one, you know, 
you're, you know, there's very limited growth. Right. Well, I mean, I, the one thing I will challenge you on is that you may be number one in San Antonio, but that doesn't mean right. anything in Austin. It right. Mean, so, yeah. so there's always something to strive for outside of your yeah. city. And you told me, you one know, thing. You, you said you told me one time, uh, you, you know, it, 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 your, your version of happiness matters. Yes. Right? So like, what, what does, what does happiness look like? Right. Yes. And so like, uh, you know, I, I mentor some, some young guys now and everybody has a different version of happiness. Mm-hmm. Right. To me, I just, man, if I can make it home before Emma goes to sleep, yeah. bro, that's heaven. You know, like if, if I could wake up next to her yeah, and then, and then go to sleep with her, and then she wakes up, oh, man, like, to me, that's a win. Right. So every day I don't do that, I lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but at, in one season, I was just trying to make, you know, 50K a year. And yeah. I was like, Lord, please help me figure out how to make 35K. Yeah. And then it was like, God, let me just make more money than Claudia. Because Claudia's making a lot more money than I am. Yeah. And uh, that ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I re- I remember our one of our first coaching sessions. We were um it was it was it was Claudia and you and yeah. then I, I came in. Yeah. And I could I could sense, you know, uh Claudia was just like, Okay, he's doing his camera thing, but I need him to make X amount of money before I ever consider because you wanted her to come on board to help you. Yeah. And well, because I was losing more money than I was making. Right. Like I was like not answering phone calls, not answering emails, not p- caring about my taxes, not caring. Like there was, I was losing more than I was making. Yeah. You were, you were making the classic business mistake of 100%. a one man band, yeah. uh, trying to do it all on your own. Correct. Right. What a lot of people do yeah. and, and, and trying to do everything and then really not mastering anything. You know Correct. what I mean? Right. Yep. Um, and so I, re- I remember we wrote it on the board. We had it on a show. Uh, 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 I think it might've been even, here in this office mm-hmm. i think oh, one of our first ones yeah, was here in this one, yeah. office yeah, yeah. and i remember writing on the board and i said okay for 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 rick to make four thousand dollars a month yeah we got to do 25 we did we calculated yeah. it it was 25 homes mm-hmm. do you remember that mm-hmm. and i remember you're like yeah 25 homes yeah we could do that yeah we could do that claudia's looking over there she's like he ain't gonna do 25 <laughs> homes. she was, she was over there like i don't know about this yeah but when we did the math and we did everything, yeah. I think there was like a click for you to go. Yeah. I we started working backwards. Reverse engineering. Reverse engineering yeah. it, yeah. right? This problem that you had been just okay, let me get the next deal, next deal, next deal. Instead of thinking, okay, from a how many deals do I need to get and let me work backwards from there. Yeah. And it was like it clicked because within like two months. Yeah, we were able to figure it out. You were able to figure it out and bring her on board. It was like really quickly. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, when you where did the name Bright and Early Productions come from? Literally? Literally. Uh Most Deaf. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, Most Deaf has a song called Sunshine. Are and, you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like We may have well, we can't play it on dang it, yeah, we can't yeah. play that on, is, uh, on our on our uh says, on YouTube. Uh, I mean, the lyrics on that song are so dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he says, uh, I mean, I, you caught me off guard. I, I, That's okay. But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, literally I was listening to a song and then it's just that, that model of, of waking up, uh, early bird gets the worm. Um, you know, when, when, you, when you're up, when everybody else is asleep. As I grew up, though, I mean, as I, as I, I'm, I'm, you know, 40 now, so it's like, uh, you know, everybody's still asleep for like three hours. Yeah. You know, if you wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning. So like life gets busier and louder and noisier. So if I could just get like two hours by myself, that mm. is a blessing. And you actually can hear him talking to you, bro. At, yeah. Like when nobody else is awake and you can actually put your phone away. It's like, you know, just the the, the, the ability to, to do what you want to do mm-hmm. only happens when everybody else is asleep because mm-hmm. everybody needs something from you, you yeah. know? And as you have a business, it's just like, if it ain't your, your team, it's your customers. And if it ain't your customers, it's, you know, your responsibilities at home. And so like, yeah. you know, it's just, man, at four o'clock in the morning and none of that starts until seven, Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 at yeah. seven, it's just like, like I'm gonna turn on my phone. There's 50 notifications. I love it. But, um, but anyway, so, uh, the hustle, you know, early bird gets the worm, um, just that mindset. And then I noticed again, that was a common thing with entrepreneurs, successful 
business owners is they thought the same way. They said, dude, while all them other business owners wake up at eight, you know, you can wake up at four or five and you'll have three hours ahead of them. Yeah. You know, you, you'll have, uh, even if, 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 so imagine if you're, if you're this successful and you wake up at six, imagine how much more successful you'll be at if you wake up at five. Yeah. And then if you're this successful, you wake up at five, imagine what you would be like if you woke up at four. Yeah. And yeah. the discipline, I think for most people that are hearing this, if you're, if you're a striving entrepreneur, it's yeah. discipline is you, you got to go to bed early, yeah. right? You've, you've got to set the stage yeah. for this right. um, because, you know, the reality is, is that sleep is the superpower. I think a lot of people underestimate mm. the power of sleep and what it can do for your body. Like in what my Ironman training, yeah. I mean, like I, I was averaging a minimum of seven, mm. but on the days that I really like was just, I'm done. I mean, I would get eight, nine hours of sleep. Do you do that naturally? Like you don't take no melatonin? No, no, no. No, 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 no. PM. Well, when you're working out, you know, you know, two to three hours a day, you, you know just, what I mean? Like you're, you're by the end go. of the day, and I was doing that all at like, you know, mm. five, uh, about six, seven in the morning. Right. Yeah. So by 10, all my working out was done. And now I had to work when yeah. I got home yeah. at eight o'clock. I was pretty much done. You take, I'd eat. Do you take naps? Or you no, naps? I didn't take naps during that time oh, period. Man. No naps. No. Um, now, I, there's nothing wrong with a nap. I think naps are good. I love naps. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I think that's, an again, it's a superpower, right? Sleep Man, is a yeah. superpower. So I do for, need to get better at sleeping, though. So people, for people out there, um, if you want to sleep good, mm -hmm. right? For Rick, this is yeah. for you, too. But, like, if you really want to sleep good, no caffeine past, like, 1 o'clock. You gotta like you cannot have any caffeine past one, yeah. and and some would even say earlier, mm. but you gotta eliminate caffeine, yeah. um, because caffeine is does not give you energy. Mm. Caffeine blocks tiredness. Mm. It blocks the receptors of tiredness. So that if you've ever found yourself like laying in the bed and you're like, I don't think I'll ever go to sleep. Yeah. It's typically because you probably have the half life of caffeine in your system because you drank some at like five o'clock. Yeah. Right. Me, yeah. And your body just it will not get tired no matter what you do. Yeah. You know, so you you got to eliminate as much as you can. You got to eliminate uh, caffeine after a certain point. Yeah. And and then you got to do something to tire your body out. You got to do some kind of working out that will help as well, right? Yeah. And so if you if you didn't, I mean your your work is pretty physical, right? Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna come home tired for yeah. the most part. Yeah. But for those that you know you're sitting in an office job, maybe you come home, you do some push-ups, you do some sit-ups, you do something to kind of activate your body, and then you need to sit and just be still with no phone. Mm -hmm. And allow your body to slowly go to sleep, yeah. and 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 the sooner that you can get in the bed, the, it, it, it's sleep is a superpower. It's better for your body. Uh, my my uh, my boy told me that it has something to do with the. Uh, it affects your testosterone, and it also affects your cortisol levels Probably. and all that stuff. I don't know all the science behind so, it, but this dude's buff too. Yeah, man. so he's like, that's why he has to sleep. He said, if if he's if he's trying to build muscle, he has to sleep. He has to sleep. There you go. Yeah, like, mm. it's a superpower. There's something. There's something to it. Yeah. In 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 any and I think just as a business owner, mm. this idea that you're going to grind your face off mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. sleep three to four hours and be productive mm. is there are very few people that can actually do that. You're yeah. Elon Musk. You know, I don't even think Mark Zuckerberg is on that level anymore. Have you? I don't know if you've seen pictures of Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, he's, he's working like, out, right? Dude, he's ripped to shreds. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, that's good. But but this idea that people are just gonna you know uh, uh, sleep for three or four hours and they're just gonna grind their face mm -hmm. off, there will be health consequences for that. I will challenge you though because he was building this billion dollar thing for the last couple of years and Who, was, Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, now that it's built, he's like yeah, okay, for let sure. me let me go work out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And uh, I and, and I'm sure that he's taking some, you know, taking some time and he's letting his team build it, right? Cuz yeah. because really that's that's the the yeah. of what remember what your buddy said? Yeah. He said, "Look, if I could get 1% off 100 people." Right. He's yeah. getting 1% off of a billion. Uh, yeah, a couple billion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it ain't one percent, Rick. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's not taking one percent. He's taking more than one percent. Yeah. So if you again getting back to Zig Ziglar, if you help enough people, yeah, you know, find what they need, yeah, they're gonna in turn help you. 
that's 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 exactly where I'm at right now. Like in our phase uh, of of my phase of life, I speak specifically for me is like I'm learning that I I am just uh, out there too hard, too much, you know, working working for no reason, you know, just working. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I'm I'm going to scale back a little bit so I can do less, so I can do more. Like for I, sure, yeah. Like where I'm at is like I do need some some sleep. To be honest with you, yep. Sleep sounds very attractive right now. Well, listen, like, it I'm will gonna be take the a nap power. right here. Like, <laughs> I got I got the setup over light, here. Yeah, there's mood lighting and, and you know. So okay, Rick. So bright and early, we're gonna yeah. put the website up on there. If you, uh, Soren, hook us up. Uh, I, so we now know how you got the name, which yeah. I love. I did not know that, right? Yeah, most definitely. So bright and early productions. You are a full service residential uh, photographer and commercial. Yeah, yeah. Photographer. I I I remember the day that you and I sat down mm-hmm. and you said, "I'm only gonna shoot residential." Yeah. No more weddings, no more babies, no more whatever. Yeah. I'm only going to shoot residential. And as a coach, you know, I'm coming from the perspective of like, um, you know, inquiry based, mm. not like, what the heck are you doing? That you, mm. You're just going to say no to money. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And so I asked you some questions. Do you remember why you said I'm only going to shoot houses? Uh, I don't know the specific. Like there wasn't just one answer, though. Yeah. The, the first reason, well, what do you know? What do no, you no, remember? tell me. You tell you, me. What do you remember? I Well, I do remember kind of partly of what you talked okay. about, but I want to hear from you first. Okay, so the first reason is income. Like, yeah. uh, you know, if you, if you in production you have net 30s, net 60s, net 90s, and Claudio don't care about what net it is. If it ain't here on Friday, like you need to stop doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there was in that. terms of like getting your money. Yeah, net thirty, like thirty days from now, I'll send yeah. you a check. Yeah, sixty days from now, I'll send you a check. So the production life is is it's a it's an animal that you need to learn how to master. And unless you are only doing production, uh, you can't you ain't gonna figure out how to master it. Like it's timely. You know, you do this production, you take a deposit, you have your payout, you know, and you have to figure out that you have to master that process in mm-hmm. order for you to be successful. Like I got I got friends that are very successful uh, in production, you know, yeah. uh, and they 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 look at what I do and they laugh. They're like, I don't know how you do what you do. And I'm like, I don't know how, you know. So anyway, uh, but there's a there's a mastery in pricing. There's a mastery in invoicing and all that stuff. But um, the other thing was that, like, when we were trying to buy a house, uh, the 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 lender didn't have a record of income that that was attractive enough to bring to the bank, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so they were like, okay, well, you got eleven hundred on Tuesday uh, this week, and then it took you six weeks to get another eleven hundred. That mm. can't really buy a house like that, buddy. So then I was like, yeah, but I got this wedding that I shot over here, and I got this headshot that I did over here, and it was just just the not the the finance the invoicing is the first reason um but then uh you know at one of those seminars uh i learned the phrase there's riches and niches yeah. right so if you niche down um they know that you're the guy for that one thing and uh you know i still get calls to this day like hey you know, do you do headshots or something? I'm like, uh, no, but this guy, one of our guys can do it, right? Mm-hmm. So we can still take it, but it ain't going to be me most likely. It's going to be, you know, one of yep. our guys. Um, but yeah, so the other thing is like, man, just to know the market and to know what challenges the sellers are going to have before you walk in the door, you know, what, you know, if you know it's in a new community with new construction everywhere, you know, it's going to probably look like the other 50 houses for sale. Yeah. So how do we make this look different? Yeah. You know, um, if it's a unique floor plan because they did all this renovation, you know, that would be kind of nice to know on a floor plan. Like, how does that look now that it's got the renovations? Mm-hmm. Where do the rooms, you know, sit and stuff? And so, like, if you're doing a wedding on the weekend and then you got a house on Monday, yeah. you're not really c- focused on that. Your, cl- your client, your client's mm-hmm. needs, right? So, it's yes. you know, it would be a disservice for me to go shoot a wedding right now. Right. It would, it would be a disservice because I'm focused on that million dollar house that I'm shooting tomorrow morning or, right. you know, the, the teardown that I'm like, there's houses that I go in and they're, they're teardowns. Right. Right. And so like, imagine you're terrified walking into a abandoned building, right. And you're shooting it. And then you got to go shoot a wedding in two hours. It's like your mindset is all messed up. Yep. It's all over. But if place. you do this every day, you're like, ah, 
you know, a house yeah. is a house, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, just learning the market, learning what your clients are going to go through, the goods, like the, the pros and cons of the market right now. Yeah. And just knowing how to get ahead of it. Yeah. And be like, oh, we've been through this in, tw- you know, in 2017, right? Or before post COVID, you know, we were, right. we were, oh, this is uh, how it was before COVID or after COVID or whatever, you know. Um, but then also, like, for example, I was talking to a neighbor of a house I was shooting. I was leaving. I left the house at 11 o'clock in the yeah. night. He was like, bro, why are you still here? Yeah. And I said, well, that, you know, the contractor, um, he was finishing up. And so I did all the angles that were pointing towards the windows first. And then I turned around and point towards the windows, uh, towards the angles that didn't have windows. And it's a long explanation, bro. I just, just, but he's like 11 o'clock. Right. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, um, well, we had the twilight and, you know, and, uh, the thing is like in this business, if I show up and there's a contractor working on a house, I don't get offended. It's just part of the business. Yep. Right. But if I'm primarily, uh, a different type of photographer or whatever that literally offends. Like I got things to go do and you're over here yeah. wasting my time. Yep. So for me, I'm like, ah, you know, it's uh, just part of the beast. You know, it's the, the nature of the beast rather. And I think part of your, everything that you've done leading up to this is that you have an empathy Totally. Right. Yes. Like yeah. you have an empathy for that worker yeah. because of you, what you've, what you've 100%. been through. Yeah. hundred percent. Like if they say, you know, oh, the, you know, they hire us to go, for example, they hire us to go shoot the house, right? And I always say, I teach everybody this, it, the, the, what we do is, is semi-relevant, but it's not the main thing. It's how you do what you do, right? So it's like, you know, when you show up and there is some problems, do you say, hey, well, your house is dirty? Or do you say, okay, so uh, why don't I start where it's ready, ready? And then mm-hmm. I'll allow you some time to, you know, um, get it to your liking for the photos. And yep. It's the way you do it, right? Yep. So again, it's just like, it, the only way to get better is if you go through a hundred a uh, hundred houses a week or a thousand houses a year or whatever. And then on, eventually you just start creating this uh, momentum. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's patterns and there's rhythms. And, and you're like, oh yeah, the, like I can anticipate what's going to happen before it happens yeah because i've been through it before yeah um and and that is the reason why i brought that up because i think it's really important for entrepreneurs to understand is that um when you try to be all things to all men when you try to do it all i'm gonna do it all and you don't find a niche i think what happens is you end up in a position where you can't maximize mastery. Yeah, so like where I what I realized when I was younger is that I was confusing um, diversify your portfolio, right? Like s- several streams of income. Yeah. With like, uh, like I was I was, you get uh, so let me let me see what I'm trying to say. So like, I didn't want to have multiple uh, streams of income because I was like, oh, I just need to. I just need to focus on this one thing, right? But it, it it's there's a confusion. I guess wait, let me back up real quick. What I was saying is uh like they think uh are you might what I was thinking at the time was like uh I need to have seven different hustles, right? Yep. But I was thinking of several different streams of income. Yes. And there's a difference. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. It's like there's a difference between having several streams several sources of income. Yeah. And doing everything and then trying to do every one of those streams of income yes Yes. like i was i was i was convoluted i was like uh, like it was all mixed up i was i didn't understand so then i started realizing like oh it i just need to do one thing and yeah invest in real estate or buy 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 something and let it sit there create an asset somewhere yep but i just need to do one thing yep you know whatever that one because uh, every email, every text message that come in, I need to have a system in place to handle that, and I need to have a quick response because I'm gonna lose my mind if I don't. No, for sure. And it's and you're a systems junkie. Like I right. I I think if 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 you did a podcast explaining mm-hmm. what you do and how you've built your team, I think that I think people would lose. They would be like, "What in the world?" Like Rick mm. went to business school. Nah. Rick Rick went to <laughs> Harvard. Nah. Of of sitting, no, brother. Listen well, to me. Uh, I mean, I'm giving you a compliment. Accept thank it. Because yeah. seriously, yeah. like your system, the way you run your team. Yeah is so top notch it's so top level mm. that there are people that would pay you mm. to consult them to create those systems 
you know, as we get bigger as a, as a team, right, I noticed that, first of all... And I didn't help with any of those systems, just well, so everybody knows you no, built them. You did help me articulate some of my challenges, because that's the reason why you need to get a coach, Yeah, is because the coach asks questions that you don't even know how to ask of, yeah. of yourself. You know, you're, you're like, you think, you know, either, like in my case, I think I'm doomed, Right. And you're like, it ain't that bad, bro. Let's figure this out. Right, like, right, what's, right. The, what's the first four things that we need to do? Right. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, having a, a coach or a mentor that can that you have access to. Right. Like John Maxwell says, having access to your mentor. That was very important. I think yeah. that's that's another reason why, uh, you know, you help my success is because I can call you. I can reach you versus like having these online gurus that you, you follow just because you like their quotes and their edits. Right. You're like, oh, that sounded great. I'm gonna follow this guy. But, yeah, can you reach him? on Monday or Tuesday. Right. And so uh, that's a little off subject, but, but having, um, having you help me articulate some of the things that were going in my head. And then I was like realizing that most of my problems stem from most of my lack of communication mm. and it could go from, you know, the seller, the realtor, the photographer, the aerial photographer, the contractor, the builder, you know, it's like there's seven people in the middle of one project mm -hmm. you know and I forgot to tell that person that one thing and then I go is there a button that I could have clicked to make sure that that dude got that because I'm way over here doing right. this thing over here and I'm doing all this I'm trying to put out this far over here can I can I get you to click that button drop that do a drop down box that makes this person know that that's what needs to be done because I'm human yeah you know and so where I realize is that the you know the path that i have to you know step into is is figuring out how do i perfect my system how do i better my mm. system cuz the shoot the, the what we do is it's already like i got it, yeah. it it's again how we do it yeah. how we do the what that 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 fascinates me man it's like you know and then it it's one thing for you to know it but like how do you get it in the brain of somebody that just started doing this like right. 7 months ago or 8 months ago or says I want to do what you do and it's like okay bro slow down yeah 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 you know? yeah well but but this is critical Rick I think for people to understand is that you know uh, uh, anybody can grab a camera for sure right any with the technology there is but but and they could go shoot a house yeah. right we we Soren and I have learned that with the video that we've done yeah. right yeah. you could go shoot a house yeah. Okay, um, and there are a lot of different photography businesses that have For opened sure. up since you started. Um, and but I think when you decided to go look, it's not it's not the shooting that really is what we do. It's how we do it. Yeah. Everything changed at that moment because now, how many do you shoot a day? How many houses do you think you're shooting a day now? Uh, twelve to fifteen. Twelve to fifteen, and then in a, in a month. Uh, it depends on the season, right? Yeah. So about. 275 350 so so for people understanding rick started out not even at a point where you're shooting 25 a month mm -hmm. right but at one point you decided this is what i want to do and i only want to shoot houses and from that moment on your monthly total has what just click 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 yeah. it's continued to go up why because you focus on what you can master well that and and what zig ziglar said you know helping people get what they want Helping people get what you they know, want. Because, yes. uh, okay, so like, uh, for example, if if you're a photographer, right, yeah. and you want to shoot, right, all yeah. you want to do is shoot, but unfortunately, you have to edit. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. if you edit, you're not shooting. And if you're not shooting, you're not making money, right? And if you're shooting and you're editing, you definitely ain't marketing. Yeah, that's for right? sure. So it's like, and so if you're an editor and you just want to edit, you definitely can shoot, but you don't want to shoot. Right. You want to edit. You want to perfect your craft. You want you want I you know, you want your alone time. You want to focus, and you don't need all these thirty-seven distractions, right? And so I don't need to drive all over the place. I just need to do my job. And so the editor wants to edit, but if they're editing, they're definitely not lead generating. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not lead generating, you ain't got nothing to edit. And you definitely ain't got nothing to shoot. So you have to have somebody doing the lead gen. You have to have somebody doing the marketing, the shaking hands, kissing babies kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Then you also have to have something to shoot. And then you have to be good. Yeah. 
you know? And so most of the time, you know, you, you, a, a photographer, a shooter, especially in real estate, right? When they get into the business, they think they're going to shoot a house. In fact, shout out to Nolan because he said something funny the other day. He goes, bro, I got in this business thinking that I was going to shoot houses and nobody was going to be there. <laughs> and it's the exact opposite, bro. There's people all over the place. Yeah. He's like, every time I go shoot a house, there's people, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's a, it's, a, it's a service industry. It's a service business. You know, it's not really... It, it, like shooting a house is one thing, but selling it is the reason why we're there. Yep. You know, so it's like, how do we sell it? Is it going to be an aerial? Is it going to be at two o'clock in the afternoon or seven o'clock at night? You know, yeah. those are those are strategies, right? And so, again, if you're all over the place, you can't think of it. You don't you don't have a you don't have a presentation, right? You know, because you have like yeah, I don't know. I just charge I charge you five hundred bucks to go shoot it. Yeah. It'll be dope. Yeah. No, it won't. Yeah. I mean, it might be cute, but can you do it five? 15 times a day. 15 times a day. Exactly. Yeah. And have the consistency. Yeah. Here's here's what I've here's what I've learned the hard way. You know, it had okay, so I the first couple of years I was all over the place, right? And I was doing this and that and this and that. Well, in business and you you'll attest to this. Yeah. You know, there's waves. There's 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 spring and there's fall and then yep. there's winter. And then right? winter comes. Right. So that winter <laughs> is scary as heck. Yeah. Right. And so that winter scares people so much so that they go, yo, I, I need to go back to get a, a job. Yep. I can't do this no more. This is winter. And see, as you grow, you have a baby and a wife and the winters are harder. Yep. They're not the same. The winters when you were 25 and single is different than when you were 40 with the wife yeah. and the daughters. And, and just so people understand what, 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 what Rick is referring to is that the, there's the ebb and flow and the cycle of a yeah. business. And so sometimes you'll come into a winter season where revenue is down. Yeah. You know, uh, 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 the opportunities are lower. The economics. The economics. You know, the, there's just the, the season, COVID, went the, fro the time that it froze. Yeah. Like, you know, materials are high. Yeah. So nobody's building. And then there's too many new builds. Like yeah. all of that stuff affects, right? So the winters change. And sometimes the winters are like, oh, that's cute. But then sometimes it's like freezer burn, yeah. right? Like you're, it's, it's hard. Yeah. And so just understanding like this too shall pass. Yeah. Right? It's just going to be another month. Just hang in there. Yep. You know, do some marketing. Do some follow-up. Do some, you know, just just take this opportunity to rest mm -hmm. right and so if if you're all over the place you, you you have no peace yeah and you have no confidence that dude when that wave comes back yeah when it comes when springtime comes you better have systems in place yep to support that infrastructure and if you don't have trained team members to help yeah. that big ass wave that just came back yeah you're not gonna be you're not gonna be ready you're not gonna be yeah, ready. Yeah, you're not gonna be ready. You're gonna be like, I, oh my God, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go get a regular job where I can't, I don't, I don't get overwhelmed with all this, you know, 57 customers calling me, you know? Yeah. I think you've, that, that's been another reason what your success to Rick is that you've always had an understanding of how to build relationships mm. just people to people, right? Because people yeah. love, People love doing business with people. Mm -hmm. And like for, for agents, I think agents sometimes they get into this this mindset of just, oh, they they wanna they only wanna deal with me. Mm -hmm. They only wanna deal with me. But I think there comes a point in a business where you have to grow your business to where, yes, you're you may be the person, yeah. but your team is out there leading the charge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Building relationships just like you did in the beginning, you know, like yeah. my salesperson right now, Caitlin, she has taken the charge of wanting to be out in front yeah. as as another uh, 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 advocate for, yeah. you know, for what we do at Luxury Real Magazine. Yeah. Our 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 my first uh, thrill was when people are like, oh, I love the photos. Right. Or the it sold the house or whatever. Mm -hmm. right? And I was like, yay. Now the thrill is is when they say man your guy is good yeah or or that that guy that you sent to my house or that shoot he's really good yeah you know we got and, and that for me man i was just like oh thank you jesus yeah thank you jesus <laughs> he showed on he showed up on time yeah he treated the customer good and so for me i'll ask him before i ask him how were how was the photos or the yeah. media right i'll say how was the service yeah 
And because that's literally like, I just care about how he made you feel. Yep. If they say he made me feel good. All right, cool. So everything else was cool. Yep. And then I just kind of like, you know, I'm like, everything else was cool. Good. Yeah. But how did he make you feel? Comfortable. He was on time. Good. I'm like, Psh, that's all that matters. Bro. Yeah. Everything yeah. else we can work on. Because it, it's, it's, it's getting back to it. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. Yeah. Which is so critical. I love that. So now, Rick, you guys have, have built how many employees now? Uh, we Total. have 14, and then there's Claudia and myself. 14? Yeah. Rick, that's amazing. They're, I didn't they, know that. They are amazing. Yeah, they are amazing. How many shooters now? Uh, five, uh, five, five shooters. Five shooters. Five, five editors. And five editors. Yeah. So I think this is important. Cust- customer service rep. Yeah, you have customer service rep as well. Two of them, right? You have mm-hmm. two? This is really important for people to understand is the, in this in this age, you know, uh, people might see Rick and they think Rick's editing these photos. Rick is doing everything. I'm sure there's somebody that thinks yeah, that out the time, there. Yeah. Right. They're like, wow, man, how'd you do that in 24 hours? Yeah. <laughs> and you shot like five houses. Yeah. I think it's important to understand that you've created the training mm-hmm. for every editor. Mm-hmm. And your editors, you have a, 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 a leveling system mm-hmm. for your editors for like your higher end products. Yeah. That's an upper tier editor. Yeah. And then for your other products, uh, the, the, the houses that may not be at that million dollar mark, yeah. you've created within your system a, a, a rating for your editors. Yeah. Talk about that because I think that's really important. Well, what we've noticed is that uh, a lot of the challenges is assumption. Yeah. Right. So most of our challenges stems from most of my assumptions. That's literally what like I, and I see people assuming and I'm like, well, why would you assume that this house was equivalent to the other house mm, on your team? Uh, yeah. Yeah. On, on the team, but also the customer. Right. Yeah. OK. So they go, I want uh, 25 photos. Click. Yeah. And then they assume that this million dollar house takes the same skill level as a two hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't. There's yeah. a different, a bigger house. The way I joke about it is bigger house equals bigger egos, yeah. bigger furniture, bigger everything. You yeah. know, like the, the furniture is bigger. A case in point, there was a, there was a house that had a giraffe <laughs> in the, in, right, right in front of the fireplace, right? Okay. And so I show up and there's this big ass giraffe and I'm like, ah, uh, what are we going to do about this giraffe <laughs> in, in the living room? You know? Yeah. Well, if my if my junior associate shows up and he's like, I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to shoot it or avoid it or whatever. But he might miss it. He might be missing something really important. Well, yeah. the 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 point is, is that you can't go off of assume uh, like your preference or your per- you have to clarify. Yeah. Is this a million dollar house? Yes. So you must need a senior photographer. Yes. Okay. okay. So then that means you also need a senior editor. Mm. Yes. So that means you don't need a junior photographer. You don't need an editor, which means that that guy is going to be most likely booked already because he's a senior. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is uh, like, unless I have that clarification on the front end, I'm going to send the wrong photographer, the right photographer to the wrong house. Yep. You know, so yep. it's just... Uh, and you, then you could have the wrong editor editing the, the yes, picture that shouldn't be editing Yes, and picture. it's like they don't even understand my trick shots or my you know, the stuff that I yeah. did on the front end to execute. And it's not their fault. It's my fault for not yeah. having the system or it's... it's and, and I you know, one, one thing you, you said earlier, which I was like, I, I did not develop the system by myself. Yeah. It's constantly asking, hey, bro what would make this better? Where did I mess up? Mm, on the team and, members. On the team, yeah. So I you have it. to have a weekly meeting and say, hey, is there any support you need? Is there yeah. anything I need to do better? And it hurts when they they they, they give you feedback. Yeah. The feedback hurts and it yeah. sucks, but you have to ask for it. And then you have to do something about it. Yep. You know, So it's constantly chis- chiseling off the defects and then saying, hey, I know I I know I think it's perfect, but it ain't right. Like where and so even like right now we got to go, we we literally have to do one of those um, those you know workshops where we just stop working for four hours and just yeah. kind of just focus on our systems because we haven't done it in so long because we've been busy. It's yep. it, it's the peak season, yep. so there's like four months where we don't even talk to each other that much. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah, the off season yeah. we gotta like, survive. We yeah, gotta at survive. off season there's tons of meetings for no reason, but yeah. uh, but yeah. in 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 peak season it's like, hey bro, you good? All right, cool, bye. Yeah, you but know? this but 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 to 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 counter that, this yeah. may be the perfect time. It's where all to have the, that. Yeah, everything starts rattling and all it, the the machines start 
starts like to shake and stuff, and you're like, "Where's that noise coming from? Oh, yeah. it's coming from the back of the boat." Yeah, and yeah. Start- but it, but it but it could be the very pivotal time where someone says something that right in the midst of that, yeah. you have the biggest systems update. Yeah. That was perfect for that moment. You know yeah. what I mean? So like we 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 upgraded, which was a, a very expensive upgrade, but we upgraded to Monday mm, and yep. and uh, Monday.com is like if uh, if Facebook made love to Excel and they went and they would have a, a baby, baby. <laughs> that that would be Monday.com. <laughs> And so like, that might be that might be the best explanation of Monday yeah. ever. <laughs> you know how I do it. So uh, so yeah. So like because they oh, let you tag and upload and and it's a spreadsheet and you can yes. drag and drop. So but it's like two racks a year, and yeah. so but it's it's how I communicate with fourteen people at a time. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know? Yeah, and so anyway, like just that alone, it's like, it's, it's like, I wish I didn't have to have it, but I have to have it. No, you have to, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Rick wrapping this up, um, I, 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 to me, I, I, I think the one thing that is the testament to your success is this service mentality. If you were to tell an entrepreneur, a budding entrepreneur, someone that wants to start a business, you know, what would be the one thing that you would want them to understand if they're looking to start a business? Put people first, I think is, is priority. You know, like, uh, if you, if you put others first, um, not sacrificing your family. I don't mean that, but I just mean you find a big enough problem and then you put the people within that problem and you say, I want to help. And you just focus in that little area and you just dive in to figuring out the solution to a big enough problem. And you just want to be the, you know, best solution that they can find Mm -hmm. or just, uh, a solution or a solution just be a solution yeah i i i don't want to be the best i just want to be the best version of myself right mm-hmm. so if i'm better than rick yesterday i'm good yep if i'm trying to be better than the other guys then it's a comparison thing mm. and that part is the that's leading to something else so stop don't compare yourself to another business like see find a problem that's big enough and say do i love people enough to do something about it Mm, i love that rick and on that that's a mic drop rick (laughs) thank you for being on tm3 impact brother it's always good to see you my man we'll talk soon thank you for having me take care my man